Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is up, everyone? Episode 100. I'm going to put fireworks and like some sound effects in on that. I want to easily do that again. <laughs> Episode 100. We made it. Man, what a ride. Few, few bumps in the road along the way, but for the most part, Here and uh, there. pretty damn consistent. 100 episodes. Dang. What a time to be alive. Plus a couple bonus apps. Yeah. You know, we're closing in on the two-year mark soon. So what a run it's been. I saw last week's episode was doing pretty well on the YouTube. Uh popped up the other day. It was getting some getting some action. So it's nice. always see. Appreciate everybody that has uh rolled with us making a microphone stand. Oh, nice. Appreciate everyone that's rolled with us uh, for the hundred episodes. If anybody's listened to every single episode, I'd be intrigued. Let us know. Yeah, I think we got a shot. We probably got a shot. I, there might be one or two. If I you've listened to every single episode, uh, make sure you let us know. Uh, oh, you'll get a uh, box of complete creams. Yeah, there you go. That would be that would be pretty crazy. I would actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's invested a lot. that much time yeah that's uh, a lot in, in listening to our nonsense but appreciate it if you have appreciate it if you've listened to 99 appreciate you if this is the first one you've ever listened to yeah uh either way we'll take it uh we've been having a good time with this uh going on two years now and uh no no end in sight you know no nah, man sight. we we always have new people coming and going so we can always uh, remind people on some important topics we've talked about in the past, but hey, yeah. hundred down, you know, hundred down. You need to go. I don't know how many. I think we, I think you said a couple of weeks back, like three thousand or something like that, on like the yeah. three thousandth episode, which yeah, would be, be like seventy-two years old or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be a little wild just, if we get to just that plugging point. away. Yeah. Um. Any 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 highlights on the on the hundred episodes? Any any uh, any thoughts uh, you want you want to share with the listeners? Any uh, any regrets? Any uh, any things you want to want to change for the next hundred? Next hundred is going to be uh, 
less technical difficulties. That's my goal uh, on my end. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm just surprised we're still doing this. I mean, that's, I think we said that like last year at the one year mark, uh, when we recorded that episode, um, but like to be, to be two years in on this, like I, I'm real surprised we're still doing this. Like still doing it and going strong. I, yeah. You know? I mean like arguably it, stronger than ever. Yeah. Like we've been having like some actually like really good episodes and, and really good topics and so forth. And I texted you the other day, we're going to hopefully get somebody on here soon. Uh, and, and new, so forth. New, new intro music, new, new intro, intro video on uh, like, YouTube. I mean, we're yeah. just, uh, you know, it's, going it's to the next level. It's an interesting little kind of side thing that, uh, you know, we've been able to bring in and, and really make something with it. And uh, I, I'm pretty happy with it. I, I I enjoy doing it, you know. Having a good time out here. I, I would like to maybe, you know, as we move into the next 100, uh, maybe maybe sprinkle in some guests a little more frequently. Yeah, I, I'm in on that one as well. Uh, unfortunately, that takes a little bit of preparation and, and scheduling. Yes. Uh, which is why it hasn't happened more is usually <laughs> this is like a day of, Hey, what time you want to bang it out type thing. But hopefully uh, soon it won't be like that though. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. But hopefully uh, soon. Get, get some guests in here, get some yeah. members in here to, to chat it up with us, get yeah. some staff in here, get some random people in here. I also feel like I was thinking about this the other day, you know, how like some podcasts have like, um, like little, like, series and like segments and and things like that like you know partway through the, they just like pause their entire conversation like it's time for you know whatever you know thing and yeah we were learning spanish for like two episodes we had a little segment going for like two episodes yeah I, i'm thinking you know maybe maybe we get some insight from people maybe some like little segments, segments. of stuff uh maybe coach's corner like maybe maybe we get something where you got coach's corner and we get like one of the trainers to give us a a fitness tip and we we dish it out like you know but i mean hey it's it's thought process it's it's just it's all it's all in the planning phases it's just you know maybe it works maybe it doesn't yeah well you know that'll that'll be our promise to you over the next hundred you know we'll try some different stuff spruce it up a little bit yeah get some different voices in the mix whether that's you know, we hey, we got a third mic now. Got a third mic. Uh, you know, get get some listeners involved. Get some get some staff involved, and, and just keep bringing the heat on a weekly basis. Yeah, man, having a having a good time and uh, keep it keep it bumping. So, uh, you know, as as always, got to get into a couple things. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I, I kind of talked to you about one yesterday too. I want to dive in on, but. Yeah, because I'm I'm reeling a little bit today. Is that working, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was uh, I was real relieved when I saw it when I came in. We do have a couple couple good questions we're going to get to today from from Taylor and uh, DJ in uh, Katanning. So, a couple good questions that'll be beneficial to everybody that we're going to get to. But it's the hundredth episode, so yeah, we're gonna, we got we're gonna, we're gonna BS with the best of them. That's it. Um, I guess before we get into that as well, also a little congratulations, shout out to uh, Team Leechburg on the My Zone Challenge victory. Congrats, guys. Absolutely dominated. Uh, Katanning and Cheswick were in a tight battle for second, and I don't remember who got it. I uh, but all in all, a lot of maps, a lot of calories burned, a lot of workouts logged. 
uh, which at the end of the day is the point. Yeah, that's uh, all that matters. The challenge is, is to just try to get people working out more consistently. That's really the whole point of my zone in general with the point system, with the ranking system is to encourage consistent working out over long periods of time. As we've said millions of times in these hundred plus episodes, that's really the name of the game. Uh, consistently working out for a long period of time. So shout out to Leechburg on the big victory. Um, also, every club, all three, be on the lookout for some fun events hitting the calendar here soon. I uh, believe uh, Cheswick's going to go with a little outdoor workout and some type of uh, indulgence after. Uh, yeah. Tanning going with a little 80s-themed workout, yeah. I believe. And uh, A lot of people – a lot of people hype for that 80s workout. I might just come dressed like Hulk Hogan for that. Hey, there you go. A little macho man or something. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's a way to do it. Get something going for that. But uh, fun events coming. My microphone just sounded like a radio station in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, that was weird. But anyway, uh, fun events coming. Nutrition accountability groups also coming. Uh, that date and time for the first one, which will be at the end of April. Uh, will be announced soon. So make sure you are uh, in the members only Facebook groups. That's where a lot of this information will live. I'm sure we'll put it out to the main pages as well, but the members groups where it's at. Oh yeah. yeah. Members groups where it's at. Leechburg also uh, going to be getting ready to take on the old 50 calorie uh, echo bike challenge. That's it. I'm actually getting ready to post that right after we finish recording. Which, uh, you know, those in Katanning that took it on can tell you all about it. It's I can't wait to watch everybody's my zone when they hit the red line <laughs> and the hit the wall. wall. Uh, it's very fun to see on the my zone readout. So, uh, echo bike action uh, coming coming your way in Leechburg. A lot of fun events coming. The nutrition accountability groups are coming. So, like always, we're always cooking. We're always cooking up new stuff, fun stuff. That's it. Uh, try to try to make working out enjoyable, try to make the facilities uh, somewhere that you look forward to going to and enjoy going to so that, again, you can go consistently over a long period of time. That's it. If you're dragging yourself to something you hate. It's not going to happen. So uh, that's awesome. uh, stay tuned for all of those announcements with specific days, times, details, all that stuff. But fun couple of months uh, ahead. Maybe at some point the weather will be better. Uh, Damn, we dude. Off. I know, man. It's it's getting rough. Just cooped up, you know what I mean? Cooped up. It's time to fly. Yeah, like I just... It's so hard. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm going I'm to dive, I'm gonna dive in on my it. thing because yeah. uh, I only have one thing. So if... Cheswick, we, we, Ryan and I were down here uh, yesterday. Uh, doing some work and we, we were doing some hardcore stuff right? we, were, we were doing a massive clean you know spring cleaning aspect of things we, we pulled all the treadmills out away from the wall cleaned up all of, underneath all of them all that kind of stuff we even went through you know because we we're having some little slidey action uh you know going on down here so we uh we got some rubber matting and, and threw the rubber mats down and so forth like that and uh while we were doing this we came to this conclusion and I, you know, it kind of blows my mind. So, and I, we, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but like fitness equipment, obviously it's, it's for exercise. It's, it's for, you know, helping us get in shape and all this kind of stuff. Why isn't it made to actually move 
with proper fitness form. Like my back is feeling awful today. Yeah, it's it's tough, uh, especially when you're talking commercial grade equipment. Um, it's made the last. It's made to not move for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, this is so true. When you gotta when you gotta move it, uh, it's pretty brutal uh, in general. Yeah, As somebody with a home gym that I had to move twice in two weeks. Um, it's not fun. I mean, yeah, you're in like, some terrible spots. Yeah, uh, your back completely rounded over. Like every horrible deadlifting for you. Uh, yeah, a lot, uh, lot going on there. Definitely feeling it right between the old shoulder blades from moving those treadmills. Like, uh, hopefully we don't have to do it again. Yeah, I hope we don't have to do it again. But like, it, it, it would hit me because like Sunday, you know, I sent you, uh, you know, video and, and and pictures and so forth. Like, I finally have my home gym for the most part. Like. All the walls are sealed. Like I'm ready to start. 1975 gym in there. That's it, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to move all my stuff in and start setting everything up. So I was going through and doing that. And I had to get the treadmill that you gave me through the door. Oh. And like. Not a good time. It just, it wouldn't go. Like there was no way to move it to get it in through the door. And, and so forth. I had to like lay it on its side and like turn it three different ways. Like I'm trying to do a three point turn in a parking lot just to get it through the freaking door. Like it was so annoying. I'm like, why is fitness equipment so such a pain in the ass to move, you know? And that's home gym equipment, which is like folded up for space saving. And so I'm like, it's still a pain in the ass. Like, and then you come into the gym and it's commercial stuff. And it's like, you got to hunch over like you're a 15 year old kid in your high school gym deadlifting for the first time, trying to, you know, pick up 200 pounds and, you just look terrible trying to do it. And then your back feels awful the next day. Yeah. It's not enjoyable at all. Um, also, if, Hey, if, we got it done. We got it done. But I mean, just as like, so you guys know, like moving the equipment's not fun. So if no. you, uh, if you ever have to like, just, just be aware, yeah, be aware, be ready, <laughs> put a belt on, um, yeah. put a belt on for sure. A uh, couple of things I want to get into. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, uh, which is why, which is why I want to bring it up. You know, you ever, do you ever see like a, something, you know, on online, somebody posts that you've always done and you didn't know that other people like kind of did that as well. And then when you see it, yes. you're like, Oh, all right. Like yes. it's normal. That's that normal behavior. Everybody does that. Happened to me last night. So here's, here's what I do. And I didn't, I don't know if other people do this. When you get sent a picture of something, someone, whatever, some, a picture where there is a main focus of the picture, mm -hmm. do you get in there and see what's going on in like the background of the picture the and surrounding scenery and area? Like, yeah, yeah. Somebody sends you a picture of, of a dog or a cat or something, and you're like, what's, what's on this? what's on this desk over here? What do we, what do we yes. maybe zoom in, poke, poke around a little bit, see, yeah. see what's in the background. I love doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, moving on. <laughs> no, that happened to me. Oh, that, happened, right that happened to me last night. I saw a video uh, on Instagram and it was like um, how people put their phones down at the gym. And like uh, what I do all the time is like from it, I'll be like fully just standing. I'll just drop, take my phone in my hand, drop it next to me. And then I'll like drop it and like catch it on my foot and then let it slide off my foot onto the ground. 
and so forth. Like, and I do that all the time. And I always thought I was one of the only people that do that. And then I saw a video of like 12 people doing it. I was like, okay, well, I guess other people also do the same thing little uh, foot catch, and so forth. But yeah, just a little foot catch action, just like kind of catch and catch and drop and, you know, move on. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not special. Yeah, you are. No, right, um, I like it. But it, it just sometimes you wonder what's, what's going on with the organizational technique. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, in, in some houses or, or, or whatever it might be. Um, yeah. A lot of times I go there first. You know, oh, like yeah. somebody, somebody will send me something that's supposed to be like funny or supposed to have a reaction to, and I'll be digging around in the background first before I even notice the, the main, yeah, the main, main thing of the, of the picture, but yeah. Um, got another thing. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about cars and stuff, right? Yes. I think we've kind of discussed yeah, that. Yeah, we, we've, we've, we've definitely talked about it. Do you, are you familiar with like, when you get the trucks with the double back tires yes what's going on there like what what type of shit are you getting into on a regular basis where you're like you know what i need i need two more back tires for this like what what do you know why that is like when do we have to bring that in do you have to be are we hauling a certain poundage on a regular I mean, basis here that we need a little extra back wheel traction or like what, if it, what, what are you getting into? You got to go four wide on the back. If, if we're going into the, the specifics and like general stuff. Yeah. That's basically it. Like if you're hauling sh- shit, that shit is heavy and you just need more. Uh, the only reason I know that is because uh, a, a very close family friend of mine has one of those trucks. I mean, um, what are they hauling? What are we hauling? Like he's hauling like construction equipment and like, vehicles and like thousands of pounds on a regular basis yeah more or less i mean he he, it's also his everyday vehicle so he drives it all the everywhere all the time but he's also hauling all the time you know most weekends he's hauling his trailer doing other things and all this kind of stuff so it but i understand what you mean like what's the need for that every day like how how consistently are you just yeah like heavy shit that you're like like, (laughs) you got to bring in four backs yeah, like you don't need that every day. Uh, as my girlfriend, what type of gas mileage you getting with four backs? Is that is horrible? Good? Well, actually, that's a lie. It depends. It depends. If we're gonna get into specifics of cars, it depends. If you're going long distance, diesel is actually the way to go. You can get some pretty damn good gas mileage long distance with diesel and those big ass trucks. If you're going like down the street, uh, it's a rough day. Like you ain't getting much. Like I think you're maybe creeping in like ten to twelve maybe 15 if you're lucky like what what type of tire rotation are we getting into there uh dude i don't even know we just we just going around the horn or are we, we taking the the inside back switching them with the outside backs what, what are we i like, i actually getting get, into with this thing yeah i don't know that's a really good question i wonder if it's like a, a, a cycling where it's like the two insides go to the front and the two fronts go to the to the, the outside backs and the outside back it's, like, it's like a volleyball rotation yeah, yeah like something like that i have no idea that's a that's a really good question i'm gonna figure that out i'm gonna ask i want to know the i want to know the pound the tonnage i want to know the tonnage to where four tires ain't getting it done anymore yeah i mean it, it's got to be pretty high like it has to be i, I would imagine I wonder if it's like weird to turn they are i've driven one like it's gotta it's gotta be weird right 
I mean, it's not it's not that bad. It's not like that different um, than a standard vehicle, um, but it 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 you, it's almost. Do they have six wheel drive? No. <laughs> I mean, even uh, when my truck's in four wheel drive, it's a little weird to turn. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it doesn't turn great. It doesn't turn as as so, well as you know. You got six wheels on that baby. Yeah, I drove one of those. Um, from Texas to Pittsburgh. It just looks like it should pop a wheelie. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I guarantee you there are videos of those. I guarantee it. Just There's hauling. G- yeah, just like on just a drag hauling. strip. Just people that like modded one out to to just load up and go. There's gotta be gotta be something. Yeah, I don't know. They're weird though. I my girlfriend calls them booty trucks because the back Damn. of them are so much bigger. And it annoys the shit out of me, but Every time we see one, you don't like the booty trucks. I just, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's such a dumb way to say it. Makes sense, though. It's not, I mean, it does. It does. It makes, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, uh, I'm not going to disagree with it. It's just, oh man, it's just such an annoying thing. Speaking of, we get any, we get any word on the, on the, tomorrow on the, on the hook. Uh, I thought you said today. Nah, All tomorrow. Right. Soon. Right. Well, Hopefully some big news, but let's hope, hey let's let's get into it. Yeah, let's dive in. Enough with the booty trucks. Enough with the uh, what else were we talking about? Oh, picture backgrounds. Yeah, lifting, picture uh, backgrounds. Uh, terrible gym equipment. All kind of good stuff. So yeah, a uh, couple questions. One we solicited last week and then didn't use it. Uh, Sorry, Taylor. I was. I, was uh, yeah, I don't think she cares. Yeah, probably not. Based on the lack of excitement for giving a question i, I don't i don't think she was <laughs> losing, losing sleep over uh, nah. not getting an answer on the on the pod but uh yeah i wrote that one down on your notepad so i don't have it in front of me i don't know if you do either but uh, I do. it was along the lines of you know if we're going to do a lower body workout what types of warm-ups should we do yeah like stretching and warm-ups and for how long should we be warming up prior to a lower body workout so uh, one of the first things to keep in mind about a lower body workout is for most people or for the most part lower body workouts are going to be a little bit more taxing uh, because you're using a lot of really big muscles your glutes your quads your hamstrings like those are all very very big muscles Uh, so it's it's pretty taxing Um, there's also some delicate kind of joints that tend to give people some issues involved in lower body stuff, ankles, knees, hips. Um, so there's a lot of important stuff there, uh, that we can get into. It's, it's obviously going to be a little, little tougher on the nervous system as well, because you're recruiting such big muscles and using such big muscles since they are bigger muscles, generally they're stronger muscles. Um, so a lot of the exercises you're using heavier weight, uh, as you're, as you're going through. So that's also something to consider when warming up, you know, when we're warming up to do lateral raises with five pound dumbbells, not that big of a deal, but you plan on squatting or yanking three stacks off the floor in a deadlift, you know, you're probably going to want to be warmed up and primed up. So yeah, a lot to get into with this one. I'll, I'll kick it over to you to get us rolling, but yeah, that's why, uh, you know, warming up for lower body is, is going to be important, uh, to, to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, for me, especially as someone who, um, you know, some of my injuries have 
come from training lower body. Like I've hurt my back twice, you know, training lower body and, and so forth like that. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of really learned that you need to do these things. It's not something to neglect on. Um, but one of the things that I found to be the biggest things that typically gets forgotten is the fact that, you know, our joints need to kind of be primed up and ready to go when we're, when we're aiming to do any of this stuff. You know, a lot of people truly will walk into the gym from sitting in their car, you know, after driving here, be cold as can be and just walk up to the bar and do a quick warm up set with just the bar and then just start loading weight and start going. And yeah, I mean, we can have, you know, a, a little sense of that that's okay and, and so forth, but like, you're leaving a lot out on the table and your risk of injury is going to be a lot higher if you're doing something along those lines. So warming up the joints is huge, you know, getting the hips opened up and ready to go. So you're going to get better range of motion through the hips, working on your ankles and making sure you're having full range of motion through your ankles is huge. Uh, you know, we've talked about mobility so many times now, you know, a lack of ankle mobility leads to a lot of problems. If you're going to be squatting, it can also lead to a lot of issues. If you're going to be, you know, even deadlifting and so forth, like, if there's an issue in one area, it's going to start showing up in another one. You know, for me, my issue was my ankle, which led into an issue with my hip, which then led to me injuring my back. You know, that's kind of the way, way it works. It may not be apparent right away, but the more you do it and the more, you know, you consistently do that over time, like the more or higher and higher your percentage of risk kind of continues to be. So going through and doing things for your joints is massive. Um, you know, ankle CARs, which is simply just sitting down and, and taking your ankles in as big of a possible circle as you can. Um, you know, super easy one, but it helps the ankles out tremendously. Um, combat stretches help the ankles out tremendously. Um, going through and just, you know, foam rolling uh, or, or the crossbar rolling on um, the top and bottom aspects of the joints. So the feet and then the calves you know, doing those things help to kind of loosen the ankle up a little bit because it's getting rid of that tightness that's, that's kind of surrounding the joint and whatnot. And then diving into like hips and so forth, 90s, you know, hip openers, you know, um, the dog pissing exercise, you know, from the ground. I, I don't know about fire hydrants. Why, I think that's why we got the explicit rating. I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think fire hydrants are what they're called maybe. Um, yeah. Or yeah, dog the, pissing, whatever. Dog pissing works. Um, whatever works. Yeah, you know. Uh, but like they, those types of things, they, they truly do help with kind of just getting the, the joints ready to go and opened up and, and you know, making sure that we're going to have good range of motion through. And if you have better range of motion, you have better muscle activation, which puts you into a better and stronger position all the way through. So, um, you know, joints is, is going to be a massive part of, you know, the, the prep work and when it comes to lower body. And you can even throw in stuff, you know, with the shoulders and, and thoracic spine, just because if you are back squatting or something like that, there's a lot of pressure going through in those two areas also. So, you know, maybe not as heavily needed as, you know, the ankles and the hips, but still extremely important. Yeah. Uh, you want to, the main things you want to be doing really before any workout, but especially lower body is is mobilizing and activating so mobilizing the joints and then activating the muscles uh the, that you're going to be using or that are going to be supporting the muscles that you're going to be using so tyler obviously spent you know most most of the time they're talking about mobilizing the joints getting them moving getting them lubed up getting them ready to roll 
Um, if you've, if you've been lifting for a while and you do what he talked about at the beginning, where you just kind of walk in off the street and get right under the bar for, for some squats or something with an empty bar, you, you've, you've felt how awful like your form feels like, yeah. How you just like, can't get into the right positions for the first couple reps or the first couple sets. Shout out to my cat getting involved. I know, right? Uh, only time she comes around is when I'm on Zoom. Love um, it. So if you're on, if you're on YouTube, there's there's Piper making a little hundredth <laughs> episode appearance. Uh, <laughs> what a special guest! She's out. She's out. See, I told you we were gonna have more guests in the next hundred. <laughs> uh, shout out to Pipes uh, hopping in there. But anyway, so you know, you felt how hard it is to get into like good positions. And that's because of what Tyler's talking about there. Like the, the joints aren't mobilized. They're not ready to move. The muscles are tight, you know, they're not activated. So it's very difficult. So, and that's, if you're doing the empty bar, you know, sometimes yeah. people just walk right in there, slap on whatever yeah, they're planning on squatting that day and get to nope. work, which, Hey, <laughs> you can, you can pull that off for a lifetime without injury. Uh, more you're superhuman. Yeah, more power to you. But um, mobilizing the joints is really important, like like Tyler said. But then also activating some of the really important muscles uh, yeah. that you're going to be using, the glutes, the hamstrings, the quads. Like you want to get that stuff fired up a little bit, which the best way to probably do that is through some dynamic stretching slash, you know, body weight exercise, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, whether that's some glute bridges, some lunges, whatever it might be. Lateral band walks. Yeah, know. some lateral stuff, get the hips, all, uh, glutes, all that stuff going. Um, you know, that th those are really going to be the two most important areas, I would say, is, is mobilizing the joints, activating the muscles you're going to be using. Um, and then you, you just want to general, you just want to generally raise your heart rate a little bit and get your body yeah. temperature up a little bit. So, you know, especially in Western PA, where eight months out of the year, the <laughs> weather can be cold and rainy and not the best you know and if you work out in the morning as well yeah you wake up and, and it's cold or whatever and your body temperature is pretty you know you're not you're not warm and sweating or anything like you're you're coming in from 20 degrees outside or whatever uh you haven't really been moving around much because you just woke up it's going to be important to just generally raise your body temperature a little bit and get get the body pumping a little bit so yeah you know, if I'm doing a lower body workout, that might be hopping on the, uh, on a stationary bike, you know, getting the legs moving a little bit, get, get the body temperature up a little bit. You know, you don't have to be sprinting on the damn thing to where you're no. pouring sweat or anything, but just, just kind of get the body warmed up. That's why it's called a warm up. Um, yeah. so I, I think that's an important one too. Um, if you've been on your feet, moving around, walking around up and down steps and whatever all day long, then maybe not as important to worry about that and, and just kind of get right into the, to the mobilizing and activating portion of it. But, you know, if you've been sitting all day at work or you, you're working out in the morning where you, you kind of woke up, maybe had some, some quick breakfast or something and hit the gym, you know, you're going to want to take the, the few minutes to, to get the old temp up a little bit and get it moving. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too, is like, the warmups don't have to be that complicated and they don't have to be long. Uh, you know, a, a five to 10 minute warmup, as long as it's, you know, focusing on the things that you need for that workout, like that's a good warm up. Like that's better than what, you know, not doing anything would do for you, you know? So, 
um, just taking five to 10 minutes of your workout to do that is, is going to be really, really important. A lot of people just overlook it and, and don't do it. Like it really can play a massive role and make a big difference in the quality of your workout every time you do it. Yeah. If you're, if you're kind of looking for a quicker one, you know, for, for a lower body workout, maybe you hop on the bike for five minutes, get everything warmed up a little bit, mobilize the joints like Tyler was talking about, get the ankles, knees, hips going, um, activate the glutes with some bridges, maybe some lunges, and then you're pretty good to go. Yeah. You're in business. Um, if you want to do like a million dollar, I got all the time in the world, like great warm up then you know there's certainly some other stuff you can add in there like you know spending a little more time getting the body temperature up spending a little more time on the on the uh joint mobilization but then we foam, can also yeah. get some foam rolling exactly yeah. you can get some foam rolling in there you can get some explosive movement in there at the end mm -hmm. of all that to prime your nervous system and, and really wake everything up with some different jumps or uh sled sprints or something you know there, there's a lot yeah. of things you can do like if you're, it also depends on what you're doing too. Like if, if you're yeah. trying to, if that day you're squatting 65 pounds versus squatting 405 pounds, then your, your warm ups probably going to be a little different in those situations, yeah. but, um, depends what your first exercise is too, as well. Um, you know, if you're starting a lower body workout with some leg extensions and leg curls or something, then that can almost be like an extension of your, your warm up. Yeah. Um, but if you're diving right into a big compound movement like squats or deadlifts or something, then you're going to want to make sure you're a little extra prepared heading into that. So if you're, if you're just looking for something just to warm up a little bit, don't want to spend a ton of time, you know, you look at some of these warm up, you know, protocols and suggestions and it's like, it's like a 45 minute workout. Just, just doing like the warm up they're recommending. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not very realistic. Yeah. That's a little rough. So if you want a quick one, you know, three to five minutes on a, on a bike, mobilize the joints a little bit after that, um, activate the glutes, squads, hamstrings with some, some glute bridges, maybe some lunges and then, uh, good to go. You know, it doesn't, doesn't have to be an all day, all day thing to get ready for, for the lower body workout. But like no. we talked about at the top, it is, it is important because of how big the muscles are. Um, generally a bigger muscle is going to be a stronger muscle. Most people are stronger in their lower body unless they've had some type of injury. So yeah, generally you're working with some heavier weights than you are for an upper body workout. Uh, so it is important to make sure everything is primed up and ready to go. That's it. Moving on. Moving on. Question number two. This one's coming from DJ and it is a good question. Uh, that I think maybe we've dabbled with in the past a little bit. Um, not a ton because I, th I think a lot of the people we're speaking to, uh, the, the issue is more the other, other side of the coin versus, versus this one. But DJ, who is a workaholic, uh, in the gym and lives there for hours on end every yes. single day, uh, came with the question of, is it good to work out to failure? Meaning, you know, when you're doing a set of an exercise, you do reps until you can't do another rep. So Physically. if we're talking bench press, that means bars sitting on your chest. You and somebody's got to, somebody else has somebody's, to pick it up. Yeah, somebody's got to yank that up. 
if we're squatting with the safety pin set, you know, we can't squat anymore. We got to let it, we got to let it sit down. If we're doing dumbbell curls, we're going until we just can't, we just can't budget the weights up anymore. So failure, uh, is just that your muscles cannot do another rep. So DJ's question, is it good to work out to failure? Take it away. This is a topic that I am, uh, I'm mixed on. I feel that training to failure in certain exercises in certain contexts is beneficial and helpful. Um, however, I do believe that training to failure is usually used in a not so great way um, from both personal experience doing it to what I've seen. Um if you are bench pressing, if you are squatting, if you are, you know, deadlifting or something like that, um, you know, we, we've talked about this kind of spectrum before where like, you know, uh, the risk versus reward aspect of, of exercise, um, training to failure is taking your risk up tremendously. Um, and the reward really isn't that great. Um, they've done some studies on tra- training to failure, um, and they found that you basically get the exact same results as if you were to stop with two reps left in the tank. Like there really isn't that much, uh, difference, you know, doing it. Um, and sometimes training to failure makes recovery even harder, uh, because you are taxing your nervous system so much more, uh, especially depending on the exercise, if you're squatting or deadlifting till failure, like you are hardcore taxing the nervous system and your recovery, um, can be, you know, affected at that point as well. Um, so I'm kind of mixed on it. I do think that there are some exercises where training till failure is okay. Um, I'm a big fan of like flexed arm hangs and pull-ups and so forth like that, uh, because they, they don't really tax you as badly as some of these compound based movements do. Um, but training the failure on compounds to me is just kind of, uh, it's like you're trying to bring, um, this, you know, the Arnold iron, you know, pumping iron stuff back into the, into today's society. I'm like, we're just, I love it, but we're advanced now. Did you just call Arnold a Neanderthal? Uh, a little bit. Damn. Still love pumping iron though. Damn. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pretty much with you. Uh, okay. I think it, going to failure is fine sparingly and, and on occasion. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I will say in a, in a perfect world, the, the best thing to do would be to go to like technical failure where you lose yes. your form. However, most people are not good at recognizing that happening. Yeah. yeah technical um, failure to true failure are, are two very different things. Yeah, so you would you would ultimately go until your form starts getting sloppy on that exercise, or or you start losing your your form a little bit. But when you're in it and you can't, you know, not every exercise can you just stare at yourself in the mirror and see when that starts to happen. So yeah, you know, a lot of times on a deadlift or a squat, you know, you might feel like you're going deep enough, and you might feel like the the back is is straight and the core is tight and all this stuff, but really it's not. So. I mean, ideally you would stop when the, when the form starts to break down, especially on those compound ones, mm-hmm. you know, you start throwing a little body into the dumbbell curls or something, not the end of the world, you know, yeah. it's not, not going to be that big of a deal. So I I've always been more of a, like leave one in the tank, um, kind of person, like potentially, like I, I've always been pretty good at knowing, like, cause I, I work out by myself a lot. 
Um, so I've always been pretty good at knowing when not to get planted when the next, when the next rep might be, might be sitting on the throat, uh, <laughs> uh, unable to get up. So yeah, I've, I've always been pretty good at that. And I think that's a pretty good approach for a lot of people is to go until, you know, the next rep might be a grinder. It, it might be a coin flip on whether or not you can get one more. Yeah. I think it's a better place to leave it. I don't think you want to be. And that, and this is mainly talking about if we're doing sets of, you know, five to eight to 10 to 12, yeah. um, you, you don't, you don't want to be able to do eight and just stop because you hit eight when you could probably do 10 more reps, yeah. you're probably wasting your time a little bit there. So I, I think you want weights where, you know, those last couple of reps are getting tough and you get to a point where it's like, maybe I could have squeaked one more out, but. Maybe yeah. not, you know, I think is, is a good point to leave it because you're, you're taxing the muscle, you're getting good work in, but you're not, you know, you're not risking injury from getting sloppy with your form. You're also not risking like, you know, failing. I think, I think good, good training programs, especially when we're building strength, unless you're doing some, some drop sets or something yeah you know just some type of intensity technique here or there but if we're just talking regular sets i think most programs you can make your best progress when you never miss a rep yeah you know when you're getting stronger so anytime i really set out to be stronger uh which has been a while <laughs> probably <laughs> i could probably benefit from doing so again but anytime i've set out to get stronger i wasn't failing no. You know, like I was getting my weight for three reps or whatever I was planning on doing. And then the next week, let's bump it up. Let's do three there. And then yep. you kind of keep, keep moving forward, maybe bring the reps down over time and increase the weight so that you just constantly beat the previous week in one way or another. Yeah. Uh, I think is probably the best way to make progress versus doing as much weight as I can until it sits on my chest and then try it again next week. I, I think that's a, um, yeah. I think that's not the best way to go about it. I think it's, you know, I want to get better at, you know, and I think a lot of times when you go to failure and, and this is um, a, a DeFranco thing is like, you're not really working on your strength. You're, you're testing your strength. Yeah. Which is different, you know? So a lot of times when people want to increase their bench press, when they don't know what they're doing is every single time that they're going to bench press in a workout, they just keep adding weight until it sits on their chest. Yeah. And then they can never get past a certain point because they're not getting quality reps and they're not able to recover from constantly doing that. So yeah. every workout, every exercise, every set definitely shouldn't be going to failure. Um, you know, I think every once in a while it's okay to go to failure. It's probably okay to go to failure on some of those supplemental exercises like yeah. you do lateral raises until you can't do another one. Probably yeah. not a big deal dumbbell curls, tricep pushdowns, any, any like accessory type movement, yeah. a plank, you hold a plank until yeah, you that, crumble, like that, those, you know, those are the, the things. The yeah. Like those, those are the exercises that to me, like if you want to go to failure, like go right ahead. But if you're, if it's the big things, it's the big compounds where like the risk is so high, like there's no need to go to failure on those yeah. things just because the reward isn't, isn't worth it at that point. Like, and even with the ones I mentioned, I wouldn't do that every set or even yeah, every work, yeah. even every workout. You know, if every once in a while, you know, there was, there's nothing better back <laughs> in the day than you're pumping arms. 
and you finish up the old biceps by doing a drop set down the rack until on the rack you, man until you can't even uh lift lift the hands up you know every, every once in a while that's a fun thing to do it's a productive thing to do um but you, you don't want to be beating yourself into the ground to failure on every exercise or every set no. you know maybe every couple workouts or something you can throw something in there but um yeah i mean just just from a an injury risk perspective like tyler was saying um from a recovery standpoint and from a progress standpoint, yeah, uh, which I guess is one and the same with the recovery. But you know, if you're constantly digging that that deep of a hole, you know, by the time you go to work out again, you're probably not completely recovered, and you just keep digging and digging and digging without ever really getting to recover back up better than you were before, stronger than you were, or bigger muscle than you had before, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope that helped. I think that's a good thing. Um, now, yeah, uh, I, I want to bring this up, though, because this is important. All right. There is one time that we both agree that going to failure on bench press is okay. Lift a thumb. Lift a thumb. Run it into the ground. Run, Run it until in, the wheels fall I, off. Now, here's the thing, though. That is the only time that both of Good us kids. truly believe that going to failure matters. Uh, one that 135 to failure or, or 65 to failure for the females, like, that's the only time. Yeah. yeah but even November then rolls around. Yeah. But even then, I mean, when, when we were doing that, like we, we never like trained like every day, like I'm going to just do this till fair. Like we had like an actual structure to our training when we were doing that, like progressively increasing the weights each week, you know, on our reps. And then we would do like final sets at 135. Like, all right, today I'm going to try to get 20, you know, and then you know, the next week we get to that and we're benching again. All right, I'm going to try to get 25, you know, after all of our prior work done. And if we don't get it, we don't get it. If we do great, you know, how do we feel? Oh, I think I could have probably gotten two or three more. Like we never truly ever like went to that full failure aspect until it was liftathon day. And you'll know, man, because if you're training to failure, like you're going to feel it. There's nothing funnier than when you're benching the failure and then your arms just don't work. They just stop. You, you like you want to push, <laughs> you want to push the bar up more than anything, but your arms just there's nothing. Work. Especially when it's a light weight, like like when you do that bicep, like run the rack thing with the dumbbell curls, and you're like when 10. you get to like the sevens and the fives, <laughs> and you're like, it feels like fifty pounds, like it feels like your arms aren't like attached to your body anymore. Like that's fun. It's cool to do every once in a while, but that's not how you want to build a yeah a solid workout program where you're doing stuff like that all the time. But. Yeah, proper structure is big. And the thing I was going to bring up with failure as well is like the whole thing about like leaving reps on the tank in our world in the fitness world that's called rated perceived exertion, so the RPE scale, and that's basically looking at a scale of like one to ten. And you know, there's a lot of programs that are based off of RPE, where you know they, they tell the person, Hey, we're looking for an RPE of eight today, you know, which is essentially two to three reps left in the tank. So you would work yourself up to a weight that you have at least two to three reps left in the tank. And that's your working weight for the day, you know, and then, you know, whatever other day it is, RPE six, RPE nine, you know, RPE 10, that's a one rep max aspect, like those types of things. Like that's what that kind of is looking at. So whenever we talk about like leaving stuff in the tank, it's really just based off that. That's that's the layman's terms of understanding RPE is just leaving reps in the tank for yourself. Most of my workouts are about an RPE four. <laughs> I mean, that's how majority of mine have been. So, uh, I did get after on the deadlifts last week, but I know that, 
Uh, Hopping 300 after like 10 days after uh, running 50. I had, I had big dreams today with my workout and went downhill a little fast. Wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Wasn't feeling it. So, well, uh, dude, episode 100. Never, we've never been better, probably. I mean, this this episode, I it was pretty good. This episode just epitomizes what this show is all about, you know, clown around a little bit at the beginning and then just unrehearsed, unprepared, not talked <laughs> about, just dominate two questions that uh, oh, are man. good questions. I think they're yeah, they were everybody. They but, were, uh, you know, how this show isn't isn't ranked in the in the top hundred on Spotify. I'll, I'll never know. But uh, just another beautiful episode. Episode hundred better than ever probably hey we're better than ever four more till the two years yeah four more to the to the two years make sure you let us know if you if you've hit up every episode we'll, we'll give you something uh don't lie either um, yeah don't lie yeah we, i mean we, i want to see your phone i should go to see yeah that. i want if you go to everything you, you should go to uh whatever you listen on yeah i should say played for all of them um if you remember what the original app was that you had to use to listen to this show, let us know as that's, well. That's a good one. I do know uh, that there's the probably classics. two people that actually do know what it is still because they actually still use that app after I turn them on to it. For like other podcasts? Are we still yeah. on there? Yeah. Our stuff still pops up on there. Nice. Yeah, even though we don't use uh, it anymore. So still- let us let us know if you're still on the on if you remember what that was. Let us know if you've uh ridden along for, for all 100. Let us know what you want to see coming forward. You know, if we want to get some some guests going, if we want guest some segments, segments, uh, whatever it might be, you know, we'll we'll keep we'll keep innovating. We'll keep changing the game for half-ass fitness podcasts designed for gym members. Maybe a new logo. <laughs> oh, maybe a new hit logo. Up Fiverr. Hit up Fiverr for a new one. We should get a sponsorship from them. Yeah, we can't for- get any sponsors. For our two times that we'll use it. Episode 100. Better. Better than ever. You know. <laughs> going. Heading into the next 100. Just firing on all cylinders. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate everybody that's, that's given us the old uh, iTunes reviews throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, don't know if we've got any lately because they kind of stopped looking. But if you want yeah, to slap up a little. A little five-star review over there on iTunes. You know, share this baby with the friends and the family, maybe some coworkers, anybody that's anybody that's looking for some some quality information with some with some just clown show sprinkled in, you know. Let's see. We got uh we got 23 ratings on iTunes. I don't remember what we had before, but I don't know either. We got 23. Um, sitting at a four point seven out of five. Four point seven. Yeah, somebody gave us somebody gave us a four star. I don't know who it was, but I'm saying if you're willing to give somebody four stars, you just give them a five. Yeah, I feel like we had that conversation because I think we talked about the four star review on here. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a stupid podcast. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, are we nitpicking here? It's free. Are we nit? We're nitpicking here, where you're like, you know, I really enjoy it. However, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or I'm over it. All right. Appreciate you tuning in. Episode 100 in the books. 
stay tuned for the next 100. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you.